Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Recording this on a Wednesday evening is always the evening after the Hard Knocks premiere, so we're going to jump into that. Uh, this episode as well as, you know, a little reaction uh, and a little training camp news and notes uh, from the Panthers joint practices that have been going on uh, for the past around 24 hours. So the Jets just landed, obviously, in South Carolina um, and had their first joint practice today with the Panthers. But before we get into that, um, I do just want to jump into Hard Knocks and recap a little bit of the episode and what I thought was really cool. Um, what I thought was really, you know, insightful uh, as a Jets fan, I feel like, you know, one Jets driving hard knocks were kind of spoiled with documentaries and kind of insight into the team for uh, the 2023 summer here. But um, I'm not complaining. I thought it was awesome. I mean, HBO does a great job every year with the production. And now that it is, you know, Jets focused, uh, it'll be even better. Um I found that, you know, I love the montages of Aaron Rodgers with uh, Shivers by Ed Sheeran playing in the background. I thought that was a pretty good, you know, song choice for um, the kind of montage that they were going for. So I thought that was really well done. Um, You know, Robert Sala, just his speech and his motivation um, that resonates. You can obviously tell resonates through this team is, you know, it's pretty special. And the Jets have not had a head coach like Sala in quite some time because, you know, Gase, Bowles. Um, they were really more, a little more, you know, conservative, you know, in terms of speaking and, uh, kind of, you know, motivational wise, they weren't, they weren't very outspoken, but Salah, you know, he's not afraid to speak his mind. He's not afraid to hype his guys up by, you know, using words and using analogies, uh, like the crow and the, uh, the crow and the eagle. If you guys can, uh, it's more of an inside joke now, if you haven't watched Hard Knocks, but, uh, definitely tune in on HBO. I believe you can get it on Max, um, it's a good episode. So, uh, yeah, um, a little bit more about it. I enjoyed, you know, um, I think just the sheer positivity, honestly, that was coming out of the Jets uh, throughout Hard Knocks. I know they, you know, obviously spoke with HBO and had their recommendations and things that they needed done before this filming, you know, could commence. And I think they they got the agreement from HBO to not um, – you know, I guess kind of involve releases from the GM and not involve Joe Douglas as much kind of management side. It seems like, um, who knows, maybe that changes as we get deeper into episodes, but, um, no Dalvin Cook in this episode, not much, you know, Michael Clemens, um, you know, I feel like Ron Middleton, I'm kind of looking out for guys that I want to see in Hard Knocks, but, um, the guys that were in Hard Knocks, you know, they did a little nice piece on Chad Surratt, uh, former third-round pick from the Vikings. He's on the Jets currently fighting for a roster spot at linebacker. I thought, you know, former quarterback, I believe they said. Uh, and, you know, I thought that spot was awesome. It seems like Salah really likes Surratt, and he might have a real chance at making the 53. Um, obviously, the linebacker depth uh, isn't the best, as they released Hamza Nasrul-Dean uh, earlier last week. But, um, yeah, I mean, Surratt could stick. Who knows? I mean, currently the Jets obviously have C.J. Mosley, Quincy Williams, Jamie and Sherwood, um, and Surratt could stick as that fourth backer uh, next to Zaire Barnes as well, uh, their draft pick from this year. So um, I, I like those little spots. I like those kind of roster bubble guys that always get, um, you know, a couple minutes on each episode. Uh, I feel like, you know, same thing happened with the Lions last year. Um, even though I didn't watch it as, you know, in-depth or, you know, 
as intently as I'm watching the Jets here. Um, you know, Hard Knocks likes to do that. They like to put the spotlight in a few guys, which I think is cool. I think it gives them a chance to kind of show some personality, show what they're made of. And if they made some plays in preseason, you're going to get, you know, a spot on Hard Knocks, right? So I think that's pretty awesome um, that HBO allows, you know, players on the bubble to speak their minds. I think that's pretty cool. Um, and another thing, you know, Robert Sala, he is really talkative, you know, in practice, and he's really talkative in terms of, you know, not only the foul language, which I appreciated from Salah, honestly hearing him unfiltered, um, but I thought he was really, you know, you want your head coach to be in touch, right? I feel like Salah is more than that. I feel like he's very, you know, very in touch with what is going on on all cylinders, right? And when Salah took over, I remember, you know, people were saying, oh, he's just a defensive head coach. Um, he's not going to have much say on the offensive side of the football on special teams. I honestly don't think that could be farther from the truth, right? I think he has, you know, input on all sides of the football. Uh, he's talking to the special teamers, heads over to the offense. Obviously, his, you know, his expertise, I would say, is in defense. But, you know, offense, he's very engaged from what I saw in that Hard Knocks episode. So that's pretty awesome to see that Salah's not only, you know, hanging out with the defense. He's also there on the offensive side, definitely watching Aaron Rodgers and watching him just, you know, throw dimes. Uh, you know, speaking of dimes, in that episode, Jeff Albrick, um, the defensive coordinator had all the defensive guys in the meeting room, and he was like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers made a throw to Jeremy Ruckert. Um, it was kind of across, you know, across his body, um, kind of almost on an out, um, which was pretty ridiculous from where Rodgers was standing. We usually have to throw it almost on an out, but it was basically blanketed coverage. Um, I'm not sure who was covering Ruckert. It might have been Whitehead. I'm not too sure, but um, he was absolutely just, you know, all over him, and uh, Rogers just placed a perfectly back shoulder almost um, to where only Ruckert can get it. And I think, you know, at that moment, I think, you know, Ulbrich and all the defensive guys were like, yeah, this is our guy. We finally got him. He, he even mentioned it in the episode, right? He's like, yeah, this is our quarterback. We won't have to worry about this during the season. Things like that, right? I thought that was cool to see. A little shout out to Aaron Rodgers in the meeting room and kind of just all acknowledging that this is a ridiculous throw and there's really no way to stop it. Uh, I thought it was pretty comical. So hopefully uh, we get more of those snippets throughout the entire series. But yeah, Hard Knocks has been great. Um, I thought that first episode was magical, honestly, and I can't wait for next Tuesday um, at 10 p.m. because I, I think they do a really good job. And, uh, you know, I think I think Rodgers and the Jets have come to appreciate it a bit, honestly, that they agreed to their um, kind of changes and recommendations and, uh, you know, remediations to this hard knock season. Um, instead of being in, you know, Joe Douglas's office the whole time, they're kind of out on the field and kind of interacting with the players. Um you know, and things like that. So I thought that was pretty cool for really cool first episode for Jets fans. So if you haven't already, make sure you tune in um, on HBO and HBO Max. Uh, really cool, cool insight there from HBO and the team that runs them. Um, so with that, I did want to jump into some joint practice news that will certainly be on Hard Knocks as well. But Jets have joint practices this week with the Carolina Panthers. Um, and then a game on Saturday at 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern with the Panthers in Carolina. So a bunch of things going on this week, to be honest. It's pretty busy uh, in Jets land, and, you know, things are moving fast. So we're already on August 9th. Uh, Jets preseason game is on Saturday. Buccaneers next week. Sorry. And then the Giants uh, the week after that. And then you're kind of just jumping into the regular season, right? So things are moving quick. Uh, things are moving speedy. So if you've not already, make sure you follow my Instagram for all the latest news and updates uh, you know, on everything Jets, I feel like uh, we 
we are uh, we're we're full steam ahead until uh, until the end of 2023 and uh, 2024 season, right? So we are we are deep into football currently, um, and I can't wait for the season to start, man. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good one uh, for sure. I think this is you know solid touchdown on the hard knocks again, right? The high expectations, you know the you know the crow and the eagle, things of that nature. You know how, how are you gonna kind of you know, maneuver through the season knowing so you have such high expectations, you know, and I think Rex Ryan even pointed it out, you know, back in 2010, you know, you want the expectations to be high. You want them to be where you are at the top of the power rankings. You are talked about every week on ESPN. Uh, you kind of want that, honestly, uh, at this point. I think the Jets have been far away from that for the past couple of years. So it's kind of nice to, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of take a step back and realize that okay, yeah, we are, we have high expectations. We're ready to kind of attack it, and you know, kind of attack this season and everything that has to go with that. So, um, you know, with that said, I think it'll be a perfect opportunity for the Jets to show what they got uh, in New York uh, and everything you know that goes along with the New York market and the players that are involved. So, can't wait for the rest of Hard Knocks. And I did actually want to jump into the Hall of Fame game because I remember I did not record a podcast last week because it was on Thursday. So I do want to recap a bit about the Hall of Fame game as well. It's already six days past it, but I think it's still worth monitoring um, in terms of development from the Hall of Fame game and how players looked. So I did just want to start with Joe Tittman and a player that we will likely see a lot on uh, Saturday as well at center. I thought he played well. Uh, 21 pass blocking snaps, no pressures for true media got that one from zach rosenblatt i thought you know joe tipman looked really good and i think you know i'm not sure how long these jets are going to be able to keep him off the field quite frankly because i think he is a really good player um super young and i'm not sure how the jets feel about him snapping the ball to aaron Rodgers, and i think that's probably one of the main reasons why he's currently working with the second and third team is because he's still super young and considering this is sort of a must-win team or a uh, a win now team i should say is the better term um, I think they want Tipman to sit back for a little bit and develop under, you know, Connor McGovern's tutelage, uh, learn a bit from Aaron Rodgers as well. I think it's a good idea. Honestly, I, I don't remember the last time the Jets have had a true center prospect that they've been able to sit down and kind of mentor uh, for for a bit and get him ready for um, NFL action. So I'm not I'm not too mad. I, I want to see more Tipman in the uh, preseason and see how he looks. I mean, listen, who knows? If he plays all the snaps, you know, almost all the snaps again this preseason, uh, this week and gives up basically zero pressures. It's going to be interesting to see how he works himself into that lineup because I'm not sure how long the Jets can really keep him out of it, to be quite frank. Um, but yeah, with that said, uh, Tittman, uh, the Jets obviously fall to the Cleveland Browns by 21 to 16. Uh, no big deal preseason. I uh, just kind of want to see player development. Um, another player that kind of jumped off the screen, Bryce Huff. Um, playing in a fourth quarter of a Hall of Fame game was not on my radar or menu for Bryce Huff, uh, but he played really well. Had a sack early in the first quarter, and is just super explosive. You saw it again today in the joint practices. He was kind of just bouncing off guys and running through his crack blocks and things of that nature. He's a force um, to be reckoned with. He's one of the fastest players on the team, I would say even. Uh, Not only defense, but honestly offense as well. I think Bryce Huff is, you know, he's electric, right? He's he's a really good edge rusher and really good player. So I'm hoping these Jets can definitely work him into the rotation. This regular season, they did last season. I'm not saying they didn't, but I think, you know, there are, you know, trade rumors going around and how the Jets can, you know, kind of, um, kind of orchestrate this defensive line group with Huff involved. I think it's definitely going to be interesting how they're going to rotate 10 guys. Um, but at the same time, Huff 
is just going to find himself, you know, on the field, right? He's going to find snaps for himself, uh, especially if Robert Sala continues to play him. I think you're just going to see really how good Bryce Huff is, and it's going to be interesting, actually, to see how long he plays this week um, compared to last week. Because last week, he played basically the whole game. Uh, he played into the fourth quarter, so you want to see maybe a little less, but um, that same production that we've seen from Huff the past couple of years, and I think he's uh, he, he's definitely diamond in the rough. Uh, we've already come across that, but... Uh, I want to see him get meaningful, you know, meaningful snaps, man. I feel like every season we talk about Bryce Huff and be like, oh, yeah, this guy deserves more snaps. He deserves more time. Um, he does, and I, I want to see it. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to talk about it. I want to see Bryce Huff on the field in the regular season uh, for 50-plus, 50% plus snaps. That That's kind of like what I want to see. It'll never happen because the Jets rotate in too much, but, I mean, if Bryce was on another team, he could be a 7-8-9 sack guy, right? He has that kind of potential. He has that kind of uh, speed, strength, you know, everything that, you know, comes with being an elite edge rusher. And Huff is definitely that. I mean, his times prove it. Uh, his get-off, um, you know, his his pressure rate is off the charts, you know, for all eligible, um, you know, pass rushers. He's definitely up there, right, in terms of pass rush and, you know, uh, pressures and things of that nature, so... Want to see less Huff in the preseason, more in the regular season. That's kind of where I'm at there. Um, and Zach Wilson, I wanted to actually land on him today in the episode. So we're at the 13-minute mark. I will touch quickly on the joint practices and then end this episode. But uh, Zach Wilson, I wanted to touch a bit about him uh, in both the joint practices and the Hall of Fame game. Because he played about a quarter uh, in the Hall of Fame game. Uh, not too many snaps. I believe he threw only seven or so passes to five passes, actually. I believe three for five. Uh, 60 or so yards on a long ball to Malik Taylor. Um, that was the highlight. Obviously, I'm sure you all saw it by now, but Zach has looked different in camp, right? He looks to have a bit more confidence. He looks to be a bit more poised in the pocket. I feel like Aaron Rodgers has already had, you know, kind of that charisma shake off his shoulder and land on the Zach's. It kind of feels like, you know, um, because Zach Wilson looks like a different guy, honestly, in training camp. And, you know, you, you say that, you don't say that lightly, but you say it lightly because you have to see him in a regular season game if he were to play, which forbid he doesn't if Aaron Rodgers stays healthy for all 17 games, but um, Wilson's looked good. I, I thought he looked good in the preseason, although a small sample size, so that's why I'm intrigued to see him this week against the Panthers. Um, threw a pair of interceptions today in training camp, but one bounced off Kenny Boa's hands and the other kind of was a rush decision in the pocket um, and the landed in the linebacker's mitts as well so i mean you know we're, we're gonna see what zach is really made of i think the rest of this preseason you have three games left and i'm sure zach is gonna get plenty of time um and you know aaron Rodgers spoke about it today how all the young guys are gonna play in this preseason game as well because the veterans are getting good work from these joint practices i agree i, I don't want to see any veterans in the preseason the entire time i don't think it's worth it uh not only for injury but i feel like these joint practices against the panthers and eventually the bucks next wednesday will give them enough to kind of you know Settle down, get your get your reps in before the regular season and kind of come out of these like, okay, yeah, we're ready. We're ready to go. You know, this week is a little bit of a learning curve against the Panthers because you're playing a different team for the first time this summer. Next week, I'm going on Wednesday. Um, you should expect, you know, maybe some more, um, you know, red alert uh, 
you know, sort of thing where, where the Jets are more, you know, higher stakes, uh, right, ready to kind of perform against the Buccaneers now that they know that, they, uh, that they're able to play another team. I think they'll be more comfortable, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Jumbling my words because it's currently 10 o'clock at night and I've, uh, it's been a long one. But with that said, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and end this episode here. Not much more to touch on in terms of camp, in terms of the Hall of Fame game. I think we covered most of it. Um, but with that said, yeah, if you guys could follow my Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New York Jets Game Plan, I will be posting podcast episodes weekly as I've done the past couple of years. Um, already been a couple of years, which is absurd. And I will see you guys next week um, for another episode to recap the Panthers game and go into more about um, the Buccaneers joint practice as I will actually have a recap podcast up on Wednesday night. Uh, I'll be attending the practice on Wednesday, so I'll definitely have first first person footage and first hand footage um, of that of that camp there against the Buccaneers. So, uh, and that one's at home at Florham Park, and the game is obviously at MetLife. So, um, I'll see you guys there. If any of you guys are heading out to Florham Park, but I'll see you guys also next week for another one of these.